Perfect. Okay. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Red Your Public Library's official podcast, Part of the Story. I am one of your hosts, Sage Black. And joined by Claire Brown. And Shannon LaRondo. Yay. And we're back in quarantine. Yes. <laughs> Separate. We are not yeah. together. We are not. We are being safe and physical distancing. Mm-hmm. Thank so... goodness for technology. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Right? It's kind of fun, but also kind of weird. I want to be in person. I want to see your guys' faces and, I know. and play the game. <laughs> oh, well, we do what we can. Exactly. We so might we are- feel more not being in person. Don't you yeah. think that's a little dangerous, though? Like, you're not talking, you're talking to an empty room. So now, Very yeah, true. you're right. Like, things might happen. Exactly. <laughs> so we are going to do our three things. So mm-hmm. our three things this time is three goals for 2021. Be they big, be they small, be they something in between. Right? Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mine, I got a little bit of a little pizzazz in there, a little bit of everything. So. I was like, I struggled again. Not as, not as, <laughs> not as much as I struggled last time, but yeah. I struggled again. And this was Shannon's idea because... I feel like, Shannon, you need to start off the goals because, yes. one, it was your idea, and two, I'm excited for your goal. <laughs> Absolutely. I have lots of goals. So do you want me to, to tell you them all in succession or one? And No, we're going to do one at a time. We'll go, we'll go in, like, our circle that doesn't exist because I see no faces. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Clockwise. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and then start. Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Um, So my goal number one, and I was easy to find three goals. I had to actually sort through them to to find the top three, to be honest with you. But my very first one, my very top one, and the one I'm super excited about is I am a triathlete now. And I say that in the positive. So um, I haven't actually done a triathlon yet, but But I'm you are a triathlete. Yeah. So I am a triathlete. Um, yeah, so that's my my goal for 2021 to compete in a race. Now, looking forward with the whole pandemic situation, lots of the races that once were are all pending. Right. So um, it may not come about that I can actually race, but uh, it doesn't mean that I can't spend the year training. So exactly. Yeah, I've been swimming up until the pool closure, so I can't wait till they open up again. And as you already know, I ride my bike to work all the time, so I'm adding a little more training on that and taking the long way. And then the running part, which um, if you could see my face right now, it would be... <laughs> it is the hardest part. It is my biggest challenge. So I feel like the universe is telling me that, no, you can't swim right now because you should focus on your running. Your running, and- yeah. That's what I'm doing. So it's your fault that we're all back. (laughs) (laughs) If you need to buy fingers. (laughs) Yes, it's my fault. Very nice. So which ones have you like, which one is like your dream one? Like if if the world was the way it was and you could go and do a triathlon this year, what's the one? Oh, you are way too ahead of me. No, no, no. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) I googled uh, triathlons in Alberta, and every single one of them, except one, was pending. And I thought, okay, well, then that's the one that I do is the one that (laughs) we're really optimistic about. So that's happening in Sylvan Lake. And uh, so I didn't even look at any of the others. I don't know where they are. I don't know how long they are. If it's hills, I don't care. I just found one and made a goal, and it's the middle of July. So uh, yeah, that, yeah. Not even fingers crossed, Sage. No, no. no. Yeah. It's happening. It's, it's happening. not pending. So You're right. It's happening. You're right. It's not a open wish. It's Does that mean you swim in the lake in Sylvan yeah. Lake? Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. And swimming is my uh, easiest thing to do. I yeah. was a swimmer since I was a kid, competitively even right up until almost teens or late teens, actually. And so that's easy peasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's this running bit. So I encourage anyone that wants to help me plod along. You are more than welcome. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. That's one of my goals now is called? to is to um, <laughs> give Shannon motivation to run. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I was just gonna say, suddenly you're doing a triathlon as well. No, you're in for motivation. So am I. 
<laughs> It'll become the triathlon podcast really quickly. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Shannon, do you remember what it's called? The Sylvan Lake one? Nope. Sylvan Lake. Nope. Just Sylvan okay. Lake Triathlon. <laughs> so if anyone's interested, Google Sylvan Lake Triathlon. You'll be able to find it as well. Yeah, it has fancy <laughs> names, which is why it's not just easy for me to recall. It's like Tri, Tri West, Tri Northwest. I don't know. It's it's really preliminary i'm just really you know it's it's tentative first baby steps i yeah, yeah just to get your feet so, wet you know that's right it's only january still i yep february might help me figure out what it's called yeah there you go you have time yeah you only have like four days basically nah i guess six days seven days <laughs> well i've been training though since january 1st wow i've been training for a lot like all all fall I was training in the pool but I really amped up my training um I'm buying a, a you know a training bike I'm researching looking I've started hardcore into it so nice. January's been successful I'm on my way but I have lots more to do and figure out and awesome yeah That's very good I'm, I'm happy for your physical pursuits even though I do not have a single one of those on my own list <laughs> That's okay <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. Everyone's in their own spot. So these are goals, remember? Exactly. Sage, what's yours? What's your first one? Well, also on the fitness, you know. Oh my gosh, you fitness, too. So. You're killing me. There we go. But Claire, you can be the motivation for both of us. If you see us slack in, say in. get up, go do something. <laughs> I'm in. Um yeah, so mine is just essentially um not a triathlete. But just um, continuing, you know, with my fitness journey, because I it sounds so cringy sometimes when people say that. But I think a lot of people forget that it is truly a journey and there are hills and valleys on that journey. Um, So, yeah, it's just, you know, getting to be where I want to be and, you know, not necessarily a bodybuilder, but, you know, you got to get some some good muscles going. So yeah oh that's fun Sage. yeah yeah it's um it's definitely become a huge part of my life I never thought it would be um but it's uh literally a part I can't live without um and I think maybe a lot of people who have either started working out or they've been like a lifelong athlete I think realize that a lot too um so yeah I just I'm patiently waiting for the gyms to open back up Well, I was just going to say, you used to go to the gym quite faithfully, if not every day, nearly every I day. I think pretty much so every day. A, yeah, you had to get a little creative. I did, and I have. continue at home. Yes. Yeah. What did you do? What did you do to modify your existence? Oh, well, we were lucky. Like, I have some weights at home, so I could do, you know, basic moves um, for weightlifting and things. And then I really enjoy cardio. So if I don't, I don't have a treadmill or like an elliptical at home. So I would just find like on YouTube, just like 20 minute hits, 10 minute hit videos to do. Um, and those have been really helpful because then it's, it's a bit of like, you know, it's body weight. So you're still getting some muscle and toning, but then it gets your heart rate up too. Nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did <laughs> recently, I'm going to call it an investment. So then I don't feel as bad for um, spending <laughs> the money on it, but I did get in an Apple watch. And that has very much helped my motivation. I've typically been a pretty motivated person anyway when it comes to working out recently. But um, yeah, it's just cool. I get my little, I feel my little rings with my activities and then I feel good about it. So, Well, it's nice for goal setting to like get to that point where it's like, yes, done done it's like a checklist exactly right? yeah so your like, watch is doing the checklist stood for, for 12 hours today i've already hit my you know my um workout goal and my calorie goal is almost there so yeah it's it's very neat and i know they're quite nice. pricey but i i would recommend it if you have the, <laughs> the disposable income and if you can call it an investment. exactly i if you call it an investment <laughs> it definitely makes you feel a lot better about it yeah you're investing, you're in, investing your in your health exactly Yay! there we go <laughs> I do believe that is true. <laughs> so my first one, I don't know which one to go with, but I'm going to go with like, I guess the smallest one, which is I want to get a dog this year. <gasps> yes, 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 yes. Wow. Like, like a big guard dog. I, yeah, yeah, I want to be a person that has, like I live with a dog currently, but that dog is old and not mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um so I don't, I'm not in a rush because I am of the type, like, I want to find a good fit. Right. I want, I'm not sure if it's a puppy. I'm not sure if he's a rescue. 
Um, but he also has to not care about my cat. Exactly. Be aggressive and not the friendliest. And yeah, so I'm, I'm on the lookout for the dog that I feel like belongs with me. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. So I'm hoping, yeah, I'm hoping this year he'll find me and like, I'm actively looking. So I'm open to all possibilities. I've never had a puppy before. We've only ever had rescues. Um, but I'm open to a puppy and I'm open to a rescue. It's just about the fit, exactly. I guess. Like, I think if you adopt an animal, be they a baby animal at the time or an older animal, I think it's the fit. But I think it's also like what it feels like when you meet them for the first time. Mm-hmm. Maybe that sounds a little bit too romantic. <laughs> no, but like, it kind of I... does, but it's true. <laughs> But like when I went my cat for the first time, she cuddled right into me and she like she's a cuddler of, with me mm-hmm. now too, but like she's kind of mean also. But like but it's just such that, our cats. Like you're yeah, you're the one we this is a good match. You should come home with me. Yeah. Right? Like so that's what I'm looking for in a dog. Oh. <laughs> I think that's Which I guess your perfect is a little dog. bit because I'll like take him out in the world. Yes, take him for walks, go to the dog park. Love the dog park. Yeah. See, dog parks make me a little bit nervous because, like, even though I've had pets my entire life, I'm kind of like a little bit well, scared of other people's animals. It, it's a fair. <laughs> that's a fair thing too, and it's hard because you might have like all the trust in the world with your dog, and like even if you've trained yeah. them, like you never know how they'll react with another animal or vice exactly, versa. Like someone animals. might think that their dog yeah. is like the perfect dog would never do anything, but things happen, right? So, yeah. That's so, fair. Yeah. Well, so dog parks make me nervous, but I'm excited about getting a dog. Yeah. You just walk them around town, so. around the neighborhood. Yeah. Looking yeah. cool with your new dog. Yeah. Get some shades on. Obviously. There you go. Well, there's a, there's a run on dogs, right? There's none at the shelter. and every, there Oh, is it's a, crazy. Cost a million yeah. dollars to find one on the internet. Yeah. So I'm hoping that the perfect one will come to you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I hope so too. I'm not in a rush. Um, like I don't just want a dog to have a dog. I want, I want the right one. Exactly. So that I'll hopefully have him for his whole life, and that he'll be happy as, with me as I am with him. <laughs> I'm sure. Are you? Would you so. prefer like a boy or a girl, or do you have a preference? Um, just we've always had boy dogs. Yeah. So I'm kind of I kind of skew that way only because like to get them fixed and stuff is cheaper yeah. and, um, <laughs> less recovery time yeah and i know more like little boy dog names yeah like that's where i'm skewing <laughs> do you have yeah, um, not ha- do you have like names in your head already yeah what of, are some I of do. them yeah you do um, or is it, it is it bad luck i don't know if it's bad luck because it depends on like what type of dog okay. right like if he's like a little bit more of like a fun dog then I'm thinking something like Milo. Milo's cute. If he's a little bit more Milo's of like fun. a... Yeah. If he's a little bit more of like an older, like, gentleman dog, I'm thinking something like Luther. Oh, Ooh. I like that. So I it see. just it's, it depends on personality. Yeah. It took me two weeks to name my cat, and that's why she only comes to Sweetie now. <laughs> she doesn't even care about her name at all. I'm going to end up just having a dog named Dog. Yeah. Come here, buddy. Oh, that's yeah. great. <laughs> love that oh i'm excited for you thank you so second goals i think we should just go in order again just to make sure that life makes sense and that people can learn our voices good yeah (laughs) right so shannon yeah what's goal number two what is 2021 hopefully going to bring to you okay well um Number goal number two is like goal number one B, actually. Okay, <laughs> because participate in two triathlons. <laughs> no, 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 it's different. That's why it's one B. So uh, it's very much like um, it's going to assist me in the triathlon deal and and hopefully make that goal a lot more achievable. Um, but uh, I need to lose some weight. Uh, I noticed that when I started doing my running training, um, my knees didn't really want to cooperate. Mm. Uh, and uh, on a podcast, you can't see the host and, and you can't see that I'm holding on to a little bit of extra. <laughs> but I don't really want anymore. I, it slows me down. And uh, so I'm going to try to get rid of it. So that's it's that cliche, you know, New Year's resolution. I'm going to lose weight. Um, mm. The clincher, though, 
is that I'm trying some really interesting methods. Oh, and this ooh, is where tell. a little controversial. I know. So um, <laughs> uh, you've heard of, uh, you know, the paleo diet. Yeah. Yes. You've heard of the keto diet. Yeah. Well, going down that The thread, keleo. Keleo. <laughs> oh, I've never heard of that one, but it's a, just, it would be a good I'd be okay. But I'm trying carnivore. Ooh. Oh, meat eating only. Just meat. Just meat. No plants, no fruit, no vegetables of any kind, which is fine because I hate vegetables. But I just eat meat, eggs. <laughs> I know, I know, Sage. It's okay. We can no, still no, not about no. I, I eat meat too. I just mean like, how do you not like vegetables? I love vegetables. Uh, <laughs> maybe we can't be friends. <laughs> <laughs> this is the divide. <laughs> yeah. That's so, so interesting. Pretty controversial, and there's lots of different podcasts, and there's lots of animosity flying around there. Yeah. You know, the the lifestyle, and uh, it gets a little heated, and there's just so much to read on it. And um, yeah, we have a book in the library. It's called uh, Carnivore, and it's by Sean Baker, MD. And uh, yeah, I just I just dove in on uh, January first and went for it. So I've been doing it faithfully i've not cheated i've not slipped up nothing and it's what the 25th so i'm golden and nice. uh, it's working well i feel awesome and i've lost about 25 pounds good for you you lost 25 pounds in a month no kidding jesus oh my goodness okay well so so what's like what's like a what do you eat in a day like breakfast yeah. lunch snacks dinner like what do you have i only eat once Oh, so you do intermittent fasting then too? Uh, not on purpose, but I'm okay. not hungry. So Fair enough. Um, this morning I had four eggs and half a pack of bacon. Jeez, wow. And tomorrow I will eat something else. I have pulled pork in the crock pot. Um, I eat cream in my coffee mm -hmm. and I have cheese, all the, all the cheeses. Yeah. Thing that I like that's dairy, high fat dairy, or even moderate dairy, just as long as the protein is there, which is what I'm after. So yeah, that's very cool. That's, yeah, it's almost and like an extreme keto. Very much so. And my mom can't listen to this podcast because she would just be <laughs> if she heard that I wasn't eating vegetables. Well, and I think maybe a big part of that too is if you do like it you said like it was almost like an unintentional intermittent fasting that's supposed to be that can be really beneficial to some people as well yeah I've heard that and I've tried it maybe like November kind of early December I was sort of following that where mm -hmm. I would just eat one big meal and then fast I guess for the rest of the time um and I I lost some weight um but not like this no. so not sure what the trick is or it will be a short time period and then things won't be the same anymore you know like yeah a month of trying something doesn't really give you a, a, a good go no. and that's not the only thing I would try if this stops working I will try something else and I will keep going down the road to try to find what fits for me to help get to my goal to lose some weight so I can do triathlon better yeah absolutely that's well, we should also say that anyone who's interested in changing the way that they eat, consume food or anything like that, to do the research, yes. to talk to professionals, to make do sure that they're, research. Yeah, that they're making healthy choices and, and all Absolutely. that stuff. Yeah. yeah, that is very cool. Good for you. That's awesome. Did you know that this was the one that you wanted to start or were you just like, I'm going to see what's out there and then this one sounded interesting? Like, how did you come across this? Uh, I've played around with it for a bit and I started to follow a whole bunch of um, keto uh, type dieters on Instagram. Okay. And as they post things, you know, they post pictures of what I ate today or, or whatever. Um, a couple of them had gotten into talking about this carnivore and I took one look at it and went, oh my gosh, uh, there's no way I could ever do that. And it seems so unhealthy and I don't know, right? I had so much doubt and so mm. much sort of judgment about it working for me and I don't know I guess I needed just something crazy big bold to just break me from the cycle of having all of the Christmas chocolates in our house in the habit yeah oh my gosh yeah it was getting a little out of control so I just thought why not and there is a world 
carnivore challenge that happens in January. Um, Joe Rogan, I don't know, he's got a very famous podcast. He does it in January. And there's a bunch of other people that take the month of January to try it. And it's called the carnivore challenge for January. So I joined up with that and kind of just went with it. Huh. Wow. I can't believe those results in yeah like basically 25 days well and that's like yeah. with you exercising too right so it's just a combination yeah. Yeah. of everything that's yeah. very cool I'm training for sure um so it's it's not just yeah uh, getting in my 10,000 steps there's there's yeah. more to it than that for fitness very nice, nice. Mm-hmm. so I'll keep you posted yeah Sage what's your next goal my next goal ah uh, let's see here <laughs> um so working full-time and also being in school not full-time anymore luckily I only have one class left but when I was in school full-time and also working um full-time I did not manage my time very wisely (laughs) or efficiently so so my goal for this year and you know forever is just to manage my time better and delegate more and just make sure I actually set a time um for the things that I actually need to get done um, so that present you doesn't make problems for future you? Yes, because <laughs> the past me had a lot of problems <laughs> with that. Um, Do you have a strategy? Hard. Pardon? Do you have a strategy? Um, not really. I probably need to figure one out. Um, but mainly just like if I know I have something that needs to be due, instead of just waiting until like, you know, the last two days to do it, I just do a little bit every day. So it's not overwhelming and... You know, so it's more manageable. So I don't have to spend six hours one day finishing it where I could have done, you know, worked on it for two hours the day before and two well, hours. That's the sort day of before. like what you talked about when you started working out faithfully. It's like setting the time, the dedicated time to do it. Yes. Actually, so, that's a good idea. That's kind of how I should look at it. Not just yeah. as like something I have to do, but, or I guess it is, but something that <laughs> needs to take priority. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great goal. I think a lot of people struggle with that mm-hmm. in even, their time management. Well, exactly. Yeah. And even if it's not school or work, even if you just like, you know, making time for friends or family, that's so important, too. And making sure you actually, you know, make the time and follow through. Yeah. So you don't get yeah. stressed out later. hundred <laughs> percent. Because that's not healthy either. So no. procrastination, yeah. though, like that mm. is i just had a tweet about this yesterday so yesterday night 10 o'clock i tweeted that i was reading the book club book and is it even sunday before book club if i'm not reading the book club book (laughs) like past me just can i know for months what the titles are gonna be and the sunday night before book club that's what i'm doing every sunday night before book club okay hold on i'll give you a break on that one because it's important (laughs) to be fresh i was just gonna say at least then it's in your mind and you know what you're talking about that's but, right. You get a yeah, pass. So every time, every time I'm just like, future you, you know you can do it, just do it. <laughs> like past me does not care. So like <laughs> And it's not like you don't like reading. What the deal? No, I know. And I'll like, it's even books that I want. They're romance books. It's for happy ever after. They're books that I want to read. But like I just view them differently. Because, because you're forced to read them. Yes. Even no, though like no. I'm interested, it's not a book that I wouldn't choose for myself. It absolutely is. I'm just I'm just like that. I'm like There's, past me is just sometimes like it's that. just fun to be difficult. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a self-discovery nugget right there if you choose to look into that deeper. <laughs> it's I will not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like time management is real. Like when mm-hmm. we're I mean, some of us are working part-time from home now, part-time from the library. And you have a set amount of hours to do something or there's a project upcoming or whatever it is. So it is really thinking about what are the steps? Where do I need to be? And how do I get there? Yeah, exactly. And I'm really good at doing that for some things. I'm not good at doing that for book club. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how like, I feel too. There's like some <laughs> things where it's like not a problem. And then others yeah. where it's like, oh my God, <laughs> like I do not want to have any part in this, but I have to. It's, yeah, it's finding the motivation where it's harder to find the motivation yeah where it's yeah that's a tricky one good luck sage thank you (laughs) i'll keep you updated yeah my next goal for this year is sort of like a work in progress one because i think i've mentioned on our podcast before my roommate is also my mom (laughs) and she is moving 
and I am going to be taking over the house that I currently live in. So I told Claire, I was like, when we're able, we can have like a huge um, housewarming house party. Yeah. Hopefully <laughs> with my dog. We'll see. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what's happening now is um, obviously my style is different than my mom's. Yes. So <laughs> I'm sort of going room by room and deciding what I want things to look like. Right. So my project over the course of the next, you know, six to eight months is going to be to put together a house that I feel like is mine. It's yours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That looks like me and feels like me. And yeah, so I'm really excited. I'm like nervous, um, but I'm excited. Well, it can be a big job too. It it is. is. A little daunting. And I do, oh, I do the most ridiculous things. Um, For example... Friday night, what did I decide to do? Rip up carpet oh, in a room that I had no this. plans for. Yeah. I, I had no plans. <laughs> I had no plans. I just thought I'm gonna rip up carpet mm. and that's probably gonna be fine. And then when I rip up the carpet, I realize, oh, now I have to take up those like strips, you know, that like nail the carpets down. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to do that. I don't have the tools. I don't have the like physical capabilities. I got them though yesterday. I got them all out and I got the floor cleaned. It's some weird tile, but it'll work for now. Nice. And um, so it's like all these little projects. I'm really good at painting and I'm really good at ripping things up. There you go. I'm less good at like making a plan for what happens when I rip things yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, are you going to be... Are you going to be like um, having people like help you or like contractors or are you just doing it all all on your own? Well, some of the things like the bathroom upstairs is beyond my kin. Yes. So that is going to be someone else. They're going to do it in a couple weeks, I think. Oh, now. nice. And so that'll be really nice. And I'm really excited to have like a soaker tub mm-hmm. in this house. That's like the dream, but like everything else, painting, ripping things up, you can do doing that. things like to the yard. I'm just going to muddle through and see what happens. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Past me causing future me problems, probably. Oh, well, that's future <laughs> But you will learn so much. You'll learn tons and that'll all be applied to the next project you go and do. Yeah. So it's a cascading, you know, snowball that's a positive, happy one. Well, and that's the thing, too. It's like you try something, if it's an ugly paint color, if the floors get screwed up, if whatever. I mean, everything is always eventually fixable. Exactly. So if I learn and the next room is better, then good. There you go. And then in the future, you can always redo it again. Exactly. Go back. Change things. Go back to the place that I started. So, yeah. So she, like my roomie slash mom, is moving out of province. So that will be an adjustment. Um, so yeah, I'll be be with my dog and my cat and probably a half done, maybe uh, probably too much, a quarter done house. (laughs) (laughs) You have to reach for the big stuff. A full done, 100% done house. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Well, you'll have to keep us posted. Maybe you should do a vlog, you know, video, talk about your progress and what you're choosing to do. That'd be super. Make sure you also take lots of before and after photos. I forget about that immediately so I'm gonna try to start doing that now I thought to myself when I was working on the one room oh I should take a picture of like what it looks like with the carpet and then I forgot and I took everything out <laughs> like, and I was here, like, it, here it is with the floor. next time <laughs> <laughs> you'll so, get it you're just starting yeah. and I like doing like DIY stuff I like um yeah I really like painting I like doing I've laid floor down before Ooh, look at you in my basement bathroom so I just have to like be better because upstairs people will see everything um, <laughs> gotcha. so I'm hoping I'm hoping it'll be fun and good it will be I think it, will, it be. will be so and yeah Sage is right as soon as the you know everything is lifted, house party. life is back to normal yeah <laughs> house party at Claire's yeah. listeners <laughs> invited <laughs> that'll be awesome looking forward to it I'll put it in my calendar <laughs> perfect tentatively scheduled it in for like november 12th (laughs) oh wow you're optimistic it's 2020 see what happens absolutely you just said reach for the sky shannon it's true (laughs) true it's happening november 12th all right (laughs) 
So my goal, number three, um, is a departure from one and one B. Um, <laughs> I am on the, yes. I'm on the publishing road. So, um, <gasps> yeah, <That's> <laughs> it is. So I have worked on my book quite a bit and I'm g- getting it very near to that publishing stage. So my goal, um, this year is to, and not just to get it published. That's not my goal because I, I don't have control over all of that. And I don't know what COVID's going to do for everybody. So my goal is I'm on the road to publishing. I'm yeah. going down that road. So I'm going to shop the book. I'm going to, um, you know, talk to different people that I know in the industry um, and just really work at moving that energy around that, um, join a bunch of um author groups and try to get more connections that way network um and just really work on the the letting people read your book yeah yeah getting it into the world yes yeah that's my goal so um i have much less so exciting about it but it is probably (laughs) one of the bigger goals that i have this year so she's a doozy yeah that's that's so it's such a big one though and like when i think back to like a year and a bit ago when you were our first guest and we were talking about finding inspiration and your writing and what that looks like and you had said at the time like you really wanted to finish this book but that you were still nervous about people reading your work and stuff and so for you to get to this place this year to be like it's it's going into the world that's the goal like you should be proud of yourself it's pretty good putting goal. it like that I, I never really thought about that you know it, it took me 12 months to to get some self-esteem built up around it and <laughs> and everything else right which isn't easy if anyone's done any sort of interior work on themselves that she's not easy so mm-hmm. um yeah you're right that from where I once started um to where I am now that's pretty amazing so let's just keep that rolling let's just continue exactly. down with my book and uh, all the other ones that I've been, you know, plugging away at too, and create a dynasty out of this thing. Yes, there you go. You never know; it might be available at the library. Oh, Next, Nora Roberts. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Oh, it's just—it's so exciting, and like just the whole process. So you'll have to keep all of us and all of our listeners updated on like what does that process look like. We'll have to do some like check-in spots. So like, how do you go about doing this? Where do you start? What is, what do things look like? Cause I'm certainly not the only one. There's lots of other people out there that have dabbled. Oh, for sure. They're not sure where to go from here. And I don't either. So yeah, I'll, I'll bring you on. Learning, learning process. Yeah. If anyone has any questions along the way, we can figure that out together. And yeah, I'm interested in learning it all it's just so fun. It's just like, it's so exciting to have a next step, right? Like, cause sometimes I feel like people get in the habit of doing one thing and, and then get arrested and <laughs> think, well, it's not good enough. It's not this enough. It's not whatever. And it doesn't have to just be writing. It could be an art piece. It could be photography, it could be whatever it is. Sure. And it's like, well, I don't want to share it. It's, it's not, you know, this, it's not that, it's whatever, it's just for play. So to get to the point where you're like, no, I'm sending this into the world. Yep. Yeah, They're like, legitimate. Ooh, it's a big deal. Get over. Those are some big things for people yes. or whatever it is, right? Or even just trying for a new job, right? Getting yes. breaking yep. out of your same old, same old and really putting yourself out there in the world. There, That takes some serious, uh, serious work that a lot of people don't want to do or feel like that might be too hard to do or whatever. So yeah, it's definitely um, going to take some work, mind, heart and more writing. So yeah. Mm-hmm. But what a fun like journey to embark upon. Even like the bad times are learning experiences. We don't feel like that in the moment, but <laughs> we can look back and say that, yeah. you know, this didn't work out, but it's okay because I learned, you know, blank, hopefully. So hopefully. I'll share my first rejection letter on this podcast and we'll see how yeah. I do. <laughs> oh, geez. We can do dramatic readings of the good and the oh, bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's right. It's all part of the journey, right? You. Not, it's not always going to be only uphill. So I'm prepared for that. Right. I just, yeah, got to start. Got to get her going. Well, exactly. Yeah. And you never know until you try. So. Yep. Uh, it's sure. just so exciting. Mm-hmm. It just gives I me chills. Wait. I don't know. Like, it just makes me so excited. <laughs> I just love it so much. What about you, Sage? 
Oh, my last one. It's not so much like a, a thing to do, or I guess it kind of is, but not more so a tangible thing. But um, I think we all kind of think of ourselves as like, you know, good people. I think most people would think of themselves as a good person. Everyone should be the um, hero of their own story. Yes. Um, but one of my last goal for this year is just to move through the world, especially nowadays, with just more compassion and empathy. That's a good um, goal. Just in like Very in like all parts of like every aspect of life, just because you never know who you'll come across, what they're going through. I think, especially now with everything like COVID and just the way the world is, I think it's a it's a good thing to be mindful of, just day to day too. Wow. Why you gotta? Yeah, why you gotta show us up like this? Yeah, can I just be more nice? <laughs> like sage. Yeah. What a nice Sorry. goal. Also, you're yeah. a nice person anyways. So I know. <laughs> like... Well, and that's the thing. I don't think m- many people would think of themselves and be like, yeah, I'm a bad person. Yeah. But you know, there's just there's always room to be um And we're not always know, in just... our best moments. No, exactly. True. There's just always room to think of someone else first. Yeah. Nice. I'm proud of you for that thing, no, but kidding. you do also Thank make you. me feel some type of way about my goal that I have to share after yours. <laughs> you brought a little humanity Sorry. to our podcast. Thank you. Yeah, I try. <laughs> but I mean, it's really true. I mean, people are dealing with all types of things, and yeah. you can and you be, never know. Yeah, you could be having a fine day, or you could be having a bad day. Someone could be having the best day of their lives or the worst day of their lives. And yeah. nobody knows. So, That's yeah, true. it's definitely a good thing to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Sure. Good work. So you're going to have to measure it somehow if it's a goal. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Do you, how are you going to report back on this? What are your targets? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> well, it's, sometimes it's hard to, like, actively think of that in the moment, right? Like, if you're mm-hmm. in the moment of having a bad day, if you're tired, if you've lost your patience or whatever – it's sort of like you have to figure out the way to sort of break the thought cycle that you might be having. Well, that too. And just also, I find a lot of it is just like getting over yourself, Yeah, you know, like almost in a way, just like moving past your ego and just kind of being like, oh, you know what? It's not all about me. Yeah. You know, there's other people in this world. Not that I'm like that, but everyone gets like that yeah. sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. we all have moments. Yeah. So I think a lot of it is just being more conscious yeah about those moments and making choices in the moment versus like mm-hmm. reactionary exactly yeah oh so yeah that's, that's a good goal to have really i don't know that i'm you. capable of doing that at all times either <laughs> well that's the thing yeah. it, like even if it's you know even just when you're aware of yeah, it yeah more often than not it makes a difference that's yeah <laughs> that's what i would aim for more often than not hopefully. yeah there you go that hey that's still progress yeah it's too, better so. than nothing good work mm-hmm. yeah that's really good. And now, what's yours? And now I have to go after the altruistic goal. Oh, shoot. <laughs> um, so I am, I want to say at heart, I am a creative person. I like to I would say so. make things. I like to try things. I like to learn things. Um, I just, I like all that kind of stuff. And sometimes I feel like, particularly last year, and I think this was for a lot of people, that like creativity was stifled or the things that you did for self-care or whatever, it didn't feel the same, right? Because we were all moving through the world and the world was suddenly different. So I felt last year that I really, really struggled with anything creative. Like if someone wanted me to make something or if I wanted, if I just had the mood and I was like, I want to draw something, I want to sew something, I want to, you know, whatever. I just couldn't really find it in myself sometimes to like, care about it like I wanted do you know what I mean yeah so I do yeah this year I really want to get back to like making things and having those moments of just like you know podcast on the background probably dateline probably dateline yes (laughs) like (laughs) you know working on some lettering pieces or you know drawing or sewing whatever it is Yeah. yeah and just like having those times to myself too like I know I'm gonna have like a lot of house projects to do but I still like to be crafty I still want to make things so like I'm hoping and I like creating content so like my background a little bit is in social media I went to school for digital marketing management and I used to 
care a lot about my personal social medias <laughs> and like you know created fun things and like did stuff and I want to I want to do that stuff again I want to stay in practice and I want to do all that kind of stuff so I guess we'll see how it goes oh well that's a good goal too though. that is good so, and we can know, just kind of get back to things you enjoy yeah it's feeding my creativity on like multiple fronts right so mm-hmm. I'm hoping that it goes well. Like last year, I sort of lost my book reading mojo. And I think we talked about that a little bit. Yes. That I just, I found it really hard to read anything new. I just, like, I got in a little bit to, like, um, audiobooks more than I had been and all that kind of stuff. But I found it really hard to read. But I would like to report to everyone who was maybe worried. I have. <laughs> I have my book mojo back. I'm Good. keeping track via Goodreads. I am flying through books and books are fulfilling me in the way that they used to and I'm not finding it a chore and I just want to do that with creativity also I want to I just want to be me at all times (laughs) well that's good I think that's and and there's tangible ways to 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 gauge how your progress is going too. you'll have projects that you'll be producing and you can give yourself a little pat on the back with each one you know completed that's that's awesome well, and it sort of yeah. ties into what you were saying too, Sage, about like procrastination or making time for things that you know are important. Like I, yeah, like we're, we're working full time. I don't have school, but like I need to fill myself in other ways. Like exactly, to yeah. feel like the best version of myself so that then I can have your altruistic goal of meeting people with kindness <laughs> and empathy. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So if you're the best version of yourself, however that, however you get there. Then, then it's easier for the you other know, things to, to happen. Yeah, I agree. So that's a good goal. I think yeah. it's great. A lot of I good can goals. I can text you both now and I can say, okay, I'm going for a run. Sage, go work out and yeah. be nice to yeah. people. And Claire, go create something. <laughs> go make something. Yeah, don't forget yeah. to be nice. <laughs> I'm happy that you won't be telling me to be nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's not your goal. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> That's amazing. So we want to hear about other people's goals. So if you're listening to this podcast, tweet us. Shannon doesn't have Twitter, but yeah, I do. We have Twitter. I have Twitter. Shannon, you have Twitter. Twitter. Drop your handle. Tell us your handle, Shannon. I don't even know it. Sorry. So (laughs) next time, (laughs) next time time. you can tweet Shannon. It's like Shannon Laurent or something like that. Blend of my You can tweet the library at RDPL. Uh, you can tweet me, Claire, at what CCs. And Sage, are you back on Twitter? I am, yes. I have my my work account. I just have not had the time to even <laughs> go on it, but I need to start doing that again. So, so yes, at, you can tweet at Black me. RDPL, that's the one, right? Yes. So let us know what your goals are for 2021. Be they big, be they small, be they altruistic, be they selfish. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> they're all good well now I'm gonna, all valid. yeah we're gonna be watching for those humanitarian goals here like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll catch me being mean one time they'll be like you were being nice today <laughs> i'll just start like calling sage out on twitter <laughs> be like oh, goal not fulfilled no i'm just kidding Fun. um yeah so let us know um in any way that you'd like uh, on what your goals are because we want to hear them let's yeah, let's support each other in these goals. Absolutely. And if you have questions about any goals, like Sage, I'm going to hit you up about some uh, muscle building hacks that you have, oh, and, yeah. you know, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. It's nice to share the info. Well, I mean, you're already kind of there. You eat so much protein. <laughs> it would be no problem for you. So <laughs> bulk right up. Yeah. <laughs> but exactly. You can find people who can support your goals. If you put them out into the world, don't be shy, be brave. Put out whatever goal yes. you want. There is someone there that wants to support you and, and maybe has some information or maybe you have information that you can share. So mm-hmm. it's always, it's important to find your own communities. It's true. And when I, can I put the plug out there that I am looking for a triathlon coach? Just yes. if anyone knows, Ooh. I need one of those. So if anyone's local and yeah, wants sweet. to do triathlon, with Shannon let us know yeah. it won't be me it'll just be Shannon <laughs> yeah. that's fine I'll take you that's not true More I will be cheering me. on the sidelines we will Good. have to do like a yes. live from the sidelines <gasps> like, that would be so fun you and I can yeah. we can like um spectate yeah. part of the story t-shirts and flags yeah. <gasps> oh it has to happen 100 <laughs> 
Shannon, we are in your corner. We will that be, one in Sylvan yeah. Lake. It'll happen. We'll be there. Good Live job. reporting in July. So everyone look out for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Thanks, guys. Okay. So my reading, watching, and listening too. Um, I've talked about the book before, the one I'm reading. Um, it's called Attached, The New Science of Adult Attachment by Amir Levine and Rachel Heller. Um, I was listening to the, or I did try to listen to the ebook, e audiobook version, um, but I just could not get into it. So Claire, lucky for me, my good friend is in charge <laughs> of purchasing. So she was able to purchase the book in a print copy. So I'm reading that one. And I also got um, like reading lights um, for my bed because I love to Ooh, read in bed, nice. but I didn't have like an actual like proper lamp. Um, and I got some from Ikea. So I'm like, all oh, I've got like a nice little reading setup now. Oh, so I, I want to go to read before Ikea bed. so bad. <gasps> we went on Friday. It was so much fun. Nice. <laughs> so much fun. And it's like, nice to get like... out for a bit. Oh, for sure. But sometimes mm-hmm. with um, e-audios or audios in general, like sometimes you just can't connect with the subject matter well, for yeah, whatever reason like, the uh like it's definitely an interesting book and i'm enjoying reading it and it's not that the narrator was bad it just you know just i couldn't get into it wasn't a good so, fit for you no but i like i think i prefer reading a book anyway than audio but that's just my preference yeah but yes so that's what i'm reading and then what i'm watching is my mom and i have started it we have about two episodes left um it's called bling empire it's on netflix and it is essentially um, just like, you know, the show or the movie or book, Crazy Rich Asians. Um, it's I haven't even heard of this. I it's, it's new. It's new. It's basically that, but reality TV. So it yeah. is just a bunch of like the super wealthy um, people who come from like, um, you know, like the big well-known names um, in like Singapore or like China, mm-hmm. like those people who have like billions and billions of dollars who we don't know about it's just like all of you know the people who live in LA who are um part of those families so it's basically just their like um luxurious extravagant lives and the drama goodness you know it must be entertaining it is it's quite entertaining (laughs) so I would recommend it (laughs) quite a bit um you know it's just um have either of you watched uh Selling Sunset oh yeah it's kind yeah. of like that kind of reality tv where you're not sure like how much of it is staged and how much of it is you know real or like overproduced. most reality tv is a yeah bit of that. <laughs> but it's yeah. entertainment nonetheless yeah which is all that matters Love. um and then listening um it's a podcast that i listen to quite often um the h3 podcast but they also have like they have their main one um but then they also have like the h3 after dark so they do like uh one in the evening but they stream it live so you can watch live and then you can also like um they have like a chat you can like ask questions or like that kind of thing um and usually they just kind of like you know they watch stupid funny videos or they talk about like trending current like internet topics drama that kind of thing um and because they do talk about a lot of politics they're from the states so they obviously politics have been a hot topic recently there's been a lot going on there. yes (laughs) but they try they try not to uh talk about politics in their after dark even though they always end up talking about it somehow (laughs) which is quite funny but it's very entertaining and like it's a a husband and wife but then they also have like their crew who you've gotten to know over the years there's like the sound guy and their producer and stuff and they they all just have such a good dynamic and they're so enjoyable to listen to yeah it is very fun and sometimes they're like three hours long which is perfect i'll just like put it on (laughs) before i go to bed and i fall asleep and then i finish it the next day so Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm reading, watching, listening to. What about you guys? Shannon, what are you, what, what are you doing? What's, me, me, me. What's on the agenda? Yeah. All right. So I, a lot. Um, I don't know. It must have been just a great week where I was able to do a lot of content. Um, reading. Uh, Relight My Fire by Joanna Bellori. Uh, it is the funniest, sassiest, sexiest read uh, in a long time for me, Ooh. we only have one of her books. It's a romance, um, but she has others. So I'm interested in, in reading more. She's hilarious. Um, she made me laugh like crazy. And it's, it's about a couple who they have a four-year-old daughter and they've kind of lost a little bit of connection. And so it's about them trying to relight the fire and um, get things back on track. So it was, it was relatable and uh, quick, easy read, but funny, entertaining, 
yeah, it was great. Oh, nice. So I highly Very recommend. Good. Yeah. Um, the next one, listening. Um, it's called the Sapien Podcast. Uh, it's Dr. Gary on it and they talk a lot. This is where I've been learning a lot about, um, my goal one B, uh, my, my goal one B. <laughs> I love that. um, <laughs> they talk a lot about carnivore pros and cons. They have guests on there. They're like, no, you need to eat some vegetables. Here's why. So it's been, it's been very good. Very, uh, well rounded. Yeah. Um, and lots of talk about just emerging science, not, you know, stuff that they learned in the 50s or the 70s. It's new things that they're, you know, trying and, and how they relate that to your metabolic health. So that's been very fun. So it's called the Sapien Podcast. And watching, um, I'm a huge fan of Ricky Gervais. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I only watched season one of Afterlife. So I am re-watching in order to go to the next. Um, mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Oh, and so I also have another watching. Um, it's not happening yet, but I just want everyone to know. Um, so <laughs> Shit's Creek, uh, if you're familiar with that, um, oh, Dan, so Dan Levy is my absolute favorite. He is the best. And he is hosting Saturday Night Live <gasps> yes. on yes, February really. 6th. So I am really, really excited to tune in and watch Saturday Night oh, Live. Oh, that'll be good. Because he's going to be hilarious. I just know it. Yeah he's so likable too he is oh I and yeah I just love just watching him his whole person is just wonderful to take in yeah (laughs) oh that'll be Um, good I have one um reading that was submitted by a patron that I think is worth mentioning and so as, as everyone knows, people come to the door, they pick up their holds, and then they go away. Um, and some people like to sit and chat a little bit, depending on how loud it is or how cold it is, um, because they don't often get to chat with people, especially chat about books. I'm sure book clubs have been paused and etc. So um, this patron really wanted to chat. And she told me about a book that she quoted as life changing. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Yes, she said it is one of the best books she's ever read. And she was my senior, that's for sure. So I'm sure there's been a lot of books read. Um, We don't have it here in the library, but she interlibrary loaned it. And it's called The Man Who Made Vermeer, the um, artist. And it's it's a a section or a selection of, of how that came to be. And she said it is absolutely fantastic mm-hmm. so i'll leave listeners with that the man who made vermeers and see if you can uh yeah find that and enjoy it and let me know if you if you liked it oh nice i haven't heard That's about a good that. little tidbit a little a little takeaway yeah. some I mean, people are so passionate that they really really want to share mm-hmm. about yeah. something that touched them you gotta i don't know you gotta listen you gotta honor that exactly. it's, a, it's a gift yeah and who knows maybe someone listening maybe that's the book they need to exactly. read you know yeah yeah absolutely oh, I love that. Oh, very cool hmm. so oh, what I I no no can i have <laughs> no, one yeah. i'm sorry yeah. it's really really good and i totally forgot i i flipped the page just like sage did and i realized <laughs> that it's right there um i always try to read um uh an author that's a person of color um or indigenous that's always on my shelf because i think that's uh, um, an important responsibility of myself as a white person mm-hmm. so um wayne arthurson he is a cree um french canadian and he has written tons of stuff. He won the Arthur Ellis Award for Excellence in Canadian Crime Writing. Oh, so cool. he is, yeah, he won an award. He is prolific. He has probably 11 different books, short stories, all the things. And we got a new copy of, it's called The Red Chesterfield in at the library. And it struck me as very odd. It's a very thin little book. It almost looks like a child's reader. And the cover oh, is wow. totally red, white font, red Chesterfield, nothing else. Like you can't, it, it's so mysterious. Ooh. So I took it home and I read it. And each page has a chapter of the story. It, so it's a bizarre format. And yeah. it is the most tantalizing, mysterious, keep you page turning that I have probably ever read. It is 
so interesting. Hmm. So it's, interesting enough that I read. shared it on to all the people around me too and said, hey, tell me what you think of this. And they would all come back going, okay, I can't believe this. And why a Chesterfield? And blah, blah, blah. So Ooh. it is very provoking. So yeah, I, I recommend that just... Yeah, yeah he's I great. I want to have a look at it, yeah. Wayne Arthurson, and he's got tons of different stuff. He's got so many things out there, but this Red Chesterfield is a hot ticket, let me tell you. Interesting. <laughs> Love it. And that's it. I'm officially done. Okay, really you're officially done. done. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. Um, this is part of the show I like the most. That's why I get so excited. About it too, because I think we just were that type. Like we love sharing stuff that we love, so like it's so easy to be like, like I love oh, this, and love this, and this, yeah, yeah. And one I more, know. I I'm the worst because I also have two books, two watchings. This we don't. What are rules? We don't follow the rules. Exactly. <laughs> uh, there are rules. We can break them. Exactly. Like, yeah. Might as well not even uh, have any. So what I've been reading is a lot and always but I reread after nearly 10 years um Linda Howard's Dream Man and After the Night which I have in a hilarious book that so they're both in the same book except for they're on opposite sides you literally have to like flip the book over and then like or one is upside down so oh wow oh it's hilarious and it's certainly (laughs) from the 90s um so dream man is about a woman who is a clairvoyant and she before we meet her on the page she was involved with the police and then she got captured and then she sort of let's call it lost her gift and then we meet her um nearly 10 years later and suddenly she's starting to have these like visions again of this current killer so they're so this one is very like romantic suspense. It's uh, it was really good. I saw in my Goodreads that I originally gave it five stars way back when, nearly ten years ago, <laughs> and I would say yes, it's so readable. It's again, you have to look through it through the eyes of a '90s something. Like there are obviously things in there that would not get published today, right? Uh, in terms of like, you have to put your slouch socks on, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like in terms of language and whatever. So just like know that going in. I really like Linda Howard. Always, she had uh, a new one two, three years ago now, and I'm just waiting for her to have another one. And then after the night, talk about non PC. But like honestly, I might have loved it even more. So it's about this, wow. It's about this young girl. She. Um, we meet her first when she's like probably eight or ten for the first time and she's living in this small town and her mom is sort of um, not sort of she is the mistress to the wealthiest man in town who has a family and a wife and it's sort of an open Uh-oh. secret in the town and she has a older sister a few years older sister who's sort of following her mother's footsteps and then she has a little brother who is um, de- uh, developmentally delayed and she just is very attached to him and takes care of him and then fast forward a few years it appears that her mom and this man this wealthy man have run away together so her family basically just falls apart and the oldest boy the man's family takes it upon himself to enact revenge on on this woman's children because he's just he's bitter and, and mad and so fast forward Yes, a number of years, and they are romantic interest for each other, which sounds like a mess. And honestly, <laughs> like it is a little bit of a mess, but it's just so angsty and excellent. And I flew through the book. Um, so I would recommend, I would recommend any Linda Howard. Uh, I I like Linda Howard, and whenever I read Linda Howard, I'm reminded that I like Linda Howard. Uh, so I would recommend those. And then for watching. I recently finished the first series on CBC Gem of My Mad Fat Diary, which is a Ooh. originally a BBC show that takes place like it's it it filmed in like the mid 2010s, like 2015, mm-hmm. 2016, something like that. But it takes place in 1996. Um, oh. so like no cell phones, no you know, and full like 90s culture, full like 90s Brit music, you know, right. like. All of that great stuff. And it's about this girl. Uh, we meet her as she's getting out of a, um, like, a mental hospital. Um, 
after a suicide attempt. And this is a comedy, though, like a British comedy. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> and so she's just trying to get her life back together. She's trying to be friends with her mates. Um, she's trying to navigate being in like what she calls her fat body and, you know, figuring out how to, you know, be a teenage girl and grow up and, and all that kind of stuff. And so it has some really heavy moments. It has some really funny mm-hmm. moments. It's just very British in that way. Um, so I really enjoyed it. I'll be getting into the second series here pretty quick. And nice. Yeah, it's a, it was a, it's a really good one. And I really like to see the star of a show be a girl who looks like she could just be on the street. Um, right. And because it's 90s, like she's wearing things that I would absolutely wear, like oversized <laughs> t-shirts and like, you know, like those horrible baggy jeans with like, you know, that were so big and just like, oh, but the 90s music is amazing. They play a lot of Oasis. There's some Smiths in there. It's just like, it's, oh, it's my 90s fantasy. Um, Sounds pretty good. It's really good. I would recommend it. CBC Gem is free. Like if you sign up for an account, um, mm-hmm. you just, there's a couple of like ad breaks or whatever in the show, but it's only one commercial, usually for one thing. And then you can just watch That's the show. Too bad. So, yeah. Um, and then a movie I watched on the weekend that I probably have not seen again since the 90s is Air Force One with Harrison Ford. <laughs> and let me tell you, it was excellent. Okay. Like, I know that people are going to be like, gross. But like, honestly, it was excellent. What an excellent rewatch. I am, I was into it the whole time. Harrison Ford is eminently watchable. I don't even care what movie he's in. He's a charisma machine, and the plot makes no sense, and there are many unanswerable questions, but it was excellent. Sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. That's fun. Okay, so a read-along to that experience, then, would be Shit, Actually, a new book that's come out. With Liddy West, yes. She opened. It's a good read-along. Yeah, she opens with the Fugitive and how it's the only good movie ever made, and then she measures up every single movie, including like Love Actually and like all that kind of stuff against yeah. the Fugitive. You get however yeah. many Fugitive DVDs out of Fugitive. Like, I would recommend that book also. It's excellent. It's like if you're into yes, movies, you gotta one. like. It's a funny. It's a funny, funny one. Absolutely agree. And then I'm listening because. Yeah. Um, my audiobook is always nonfiction and usually a wild departure from everything else I'm doing. Um, I'm listening to a book called Land, and then the subtitle is How the Hunger for Ownership Shaped the Modern World. And it's by Simon Winchester, Ooh. who's a well known uh-huh. uh, sort of historical nonfiction writer. Um, so it's just basically about how and why people want to own land, why we trade land, why we put value on land how we started doing that, um, how it made the world a different place, how, you know, all that stuff. So I'm enjoying it. And it's a good, it's a good evening, evening book because, mm-hmm. you know, the narrator is pretty chill. <laughs> it's just like, get you sleepy. Yeah. So it's nice to just, you know, pop it on, put a timer on it and away you go. So, That's yeah, good. I would recommend it. I don't know if we have it at the library but uh, I'll look into it and add it if we don't. So it's his newest one, so I'm not sure if we have it as yet. Yeah. So that was a a good one, ladies. And I hope that people feel inspired with their own goals and that they share them and that they work towards them. And I mean, we'll try to hold each other accountable. (laughs) Mm -hmm. As best as we can. Absolutely. it's the reveal episode so from here on out we're gonna have to keep keep tabs and keep it in check so yeah (laughs) all kinds of i welcome it bring it on i know i'll need oh well well. we all will it's just it's it's a good time in january to feel i know it's sort of cliche but to feel the possibility of a year ahead hopefully more good things than bad things and that sure hope that things are you know work out for people more or less yeah as well as they can do you think do you think it's more so now though um being more optimistic about what's coming ahead because of the last nine or ten months so i think yeah i think people think like there's only you can only go up (laughs) 
<laughs> like for a right. lot of people, it yeah. was so arrested in 2020 um, and a lot worse for yeah. different people and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a general idea that like 2021 can get better and these good things are possible, don't you think? I think yeah, so. I do. It's almost innate. Like, okay, this was really bad. We're in a really bad spot. You're like you said, we can only yeah. go up from here. So yeah, I think it's a built-in optimism. Maybe. And it is like, I mean, every year we all do New Year's resolutions and we all have those things and whatever, whatever. And I like that we're doing this at the end of January. We're not doing it on January 1st. These are our goals after we have had time to think for this month. Like so hopefully be like, is this really something I want to commit exactly. to? Yeah. Is yeah. this a good fit? Can I do this? Too much yeah. pressure. So I just I encourage everyone to share their goals with the people around them, or you can share them with us. We want to hear them too. And yeah. we will be back in February, probably Yay. still on quarantine pod. As, as is <laughs> life. So we wish everyone out there a great goal making of 2021. Let it be better than 2020. Exactly. Yay. So we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye bye. Thanks for listening. That was good, guys.